You are listening to Bold Leadership, Episode 20, From Good to Great, a five-part series to help you be an awesome leader. Bold Leadership, the science of winning with your host, Dave Evans. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Dave Evans here. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Bold Leadership Podcast is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.theevansgp.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow me on Twitter, at The Bold Leader, and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we're going to start a five-part series to give you the tips to ensure that you are an awesome leader that engages your team and has huge, huge success. So I look forward to the next five weeks in the discussion. Join us for Bold Leadership. All right, I got two questions for you. As you're listening to this today, there's two questions I have. What's the difference between, between leadership and management? It's a tough question, and there's a lot of answers, but I'm going to make it extremely simple. Leadership is people-focused. Management is task-focused. Let me tell you, folks, as you grow from your current job into a leadership role, you have a lot of challenge to deal with, and if you don't understand that simple thing, you're going to struggle. The next tip I'm going to give you today as we start this is attitude reflects leadership. If something's going wrong in your organization or with your team, you need to look in the mirror first because most likely it's you causing the problem. Self-inflection is very important and it makes you a better leader. Now I will tell you, Jeremy Kubitschek says it best, know yourself to be yourself. If you don't know how you appear to other people, how are you ever going to be a great leader? I mean, we struggle all the time thinking that we're so great, we believe all the press that's written about us, yet we continue to fail and we continue to have teams that aren't empowered and doing what we want them to do to help us be successful. I had the privilege of commanding three squadrons, but I will tell you, part of that process is 20 years of development. And part of that development is they send us to a finishing school to make sure we understand what we're taking on and understand the challenges associated with the position. The best thing I heard in this school was simply this. After one year, review your organization and review your team. Look at their strengths and weaknesses. Get feedback from the entire team. What you're going to find is that your team's weaknesses are similar to yours. In the same token, their strengths are similar, similar to yours. So what did I do? Being a good leader and understanding and listening to my mentors, I followed their advice. After a year in in my organization, we sat down at the table and wrote down all of the unit's weaknesses and strengths. And guess what? I took that paper, I went back to my office, and I quickly realized that my shortcomings were the organization's shortcomings. So how did we fix it? We brought in people that would strengthen my weaknesses and help the unit grow and be strong. It's really, really important to do that. The second challenge with being a leader is it, it is truly intoxicating. And you have two choices. You can succumb or you can serve. You can succumb to the intoxication and be stupid and make bad choices and believe your own press, surround yourself with a bunch of yes people, 
and set yourself up for a huge failure. With those two choices, I'm going to give two examples. How many of you remember Anthony Weiner and Wienergate? I mean, this guy had the world by the tail. He was a U.S. representative for over seven years in the state of New York. Yet he thought it was appropriate to send inappropriate pictures of himself to other people because he bought his own press. He believed that he was invincible and not held to the same standard the rest of us are. That's just crazy. Then this guy runs for mayor of New York City and does the same thing again. Are you kidding me? His inner circle was not helping him. He did not set himself up for success. On the other hand, there's Ross Perot. Now, many of you may not know who Ross Perot is, but for those who do, he set up EDS and is a multi-billionaire. And he had one simple rule to his company. This came from a very close friend of mine that worked for him for many, many years. You cheat on your spouse, you commit adultery, you're fired. If I can't trust you to do the little things like be faithful to your spouse, how can I trust you with million-dollar contracts? I think it's a great example of serving your people and serving your company and doing the right things and putting processes in place to ensure you succeed. Koozies and Posner have a clear recipe with five simple steps we're going to talk about. It enabled me to lead three squadrons and thousands of young airmen successfully and ensure that the processes and standards and circles were set that kept each one of us and held each one of us accountable. So over the next five episodes of Bold Leadership, we're going to discuss those five steps, and I look forward to seeing all of you out there. Hey, have a great day and be bold and see you next week. I am Dave Evans, and this has been Bold Leadership. Follow Bold Leadership on Twitter at The Bold Leader and Facebook.com slash The Evans GP. To subscribe to Bold Leadership, visit TheEvansGP.com slash podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode of Bold Leadership, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes. And remember, be bold.